This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today, we have with us Zane Raz from The Upstarts, a podcast where you can learn more about running a business and being an entrepreneur. It's on Anchor and other platforms. Zane has joined me a few times on, in the past on this podcast. Today, he's coming in to talk about Amazon and a couple questions he had regarding the internship. Without further ado, here is Zane. Yo, 365 Tech, Zane Ross for you from the Upstarts. I had a question about the intro video on your website. I saw, it. first of all, you got great energy. I like in the new hairstyle too. I noticed you said you have an internship at Amazon this summer. Could you mind talking more about that on your show? I think we'd all be interested to learn the kinds of things that Amazon does to treat its employees or what kind of new in it. In initiatives they're coming out with if you can or even just stuff like the languages and how they're dealing with all the information coming into their stores so yeah if you could do that that'd be great thanks for all the content and I hope to see more soon for languages my interviews were all done using Java but that is only because that's my bread and butter that's what they teach here at the Ohio State University so that was what how I learned to get started coding with Java you could pick any language under the Sun they had everything from your machine languages of C all the way up to new languages like go and Scala and while I was uh, filling out my team placement application just a couple days ago they asked what languages I was interested in and it's a select all that apply they they really want to understand what our backgrounds are as developers to try to match us with the appropriate team based off of what our expertise is so I was able to select everything I selected everything I knew Java um, JavaScript Python HTML and CSS the only things that I didn't know were the C languages and Go and Scala. Most of the other languages I'm pretty familiar with, at least on some level. All of the interviewers, the technical interviewers that I talked to about code, seemed to know what they were talking about and didn't care so much what it was I knew specifically. Like, there were parts during my interview where I said, I don't know, I, I would need to go and look up this library or this data structure for Java so that I would know more about it. And I wasn't sure, I told him straight up, I don't know whether this method should be um, static or not static. And stuff like that, he's like, honestly, just your ability to communicate that, your knowledge and your lack of knowledge is more important to us at Amazon than the things that you actually know. And I thought that was really important, that Amazon really highly prioritizes our ability to learn and communicate over the actual skills that we have. It's like, skills you can learn, and skills you can acquire. I can acquire skills very quickly, and if you're a disciplined person, you can acquire a lot of skills very quickly. Amazon cares more that you are willing and capable of learning and communicating what it is you don't know. Because that's going to make for more, in my opinion, that's going to make for a more well-rounded team structure and one with lots of forward momentum. Because if you're able to talk about problems that you have before you hit them, then you're able to dis disperse the risk of that problem to other team members so that everybody is then involved and able to communicate a solution rather than just one single person trying to solve it. In addition, they've got a lot of initiatives which try to bring inclusion and diversity to the Amazon community, everything from LGBTQ communities to different racial communities such as African and uh, Hispanic women's groups. They had, they had tons of different groups which represented any sort of uh, diverse, diversity inclusion that you could possibly think of. One of the biggest and most important aspects I think is helping Amazon do so well right now is, is Bezos. I think Jeff Bezos 
is a great captain at the helm of the Amazon ship. He's the man who started it all, and as long as he's here, I think it's going to be a successful company. That's the biggest things that have been pulling that from me are the new book I read, What's the Future and Why It's Up to Us by Tim O'Reilly. If you haven't heard of Tim O'Reilly, look up that book, and if you're a techie, look up that book, or if you care anything about the future. What's the Future and Why It's Up to Us goes in and talks about um, some of the interactions Tim O'Reilly had with Jeff Bezos at some of his conferences and with the introduction of Amazon Web Services, as well as now the battle for voice with Amazon Alexa and other voice assistants. Bezos is asking questions from leaders in the tech community and in the world how he should be approaching these problems. And then he's able to use his power as head of Amazon to execute on those and to continually research and develop on new technologies while make sh making sure that every single person within the company is happy, but the client, the customer is the key focus at all times. And we're constantly working to make the customer happy. And as long as customers at the core and all research and development is being done with to, we're never as long as Amazon resists resting on its laurels and is continuing to press forward. I think it's going to be a company that's always at the bleeding edge of technology and is highly ranked within our economy. Gary Vaynerchuk, an entrepreneur I follow, also talks pretty highly of Bezos, saying how as long as he's at the helm, he thinks that Amazon's going to continue to innovate and improve. Did it finally work? Can you hear me? Oh my goodness. Skylar Reimer, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing all right now that we got this working. How are you doing today, Pat? I'm I'm doing fantastic. A little bit of background. Anchor just messed up on us for the past 10, 15 minutes, so we had a lot of trouble getting this call set up. But Skylar has been one of my friends for a long time. I introduced just before he got onto this call. Skylar, welcome to the show. We're both going to be working out at Amazon this summer and uh, got to talk with a different podcast host this summer or earlier on the episode called The Upstarts. He was asking a lot of questions about what it was like to apply what kind of stuff we had to do, um, coding challenges, and what we've thought of the recruiting process so far. I was like, well, we've got Skylar, who's an awesome resource. Might as well bring him on. So I had a couple questions for you, if it's okay, about what you've thought of Amazon so far. Sure, go for it. So for getting ready for the interview, what were you doing that prepared you most or that you felt got you most prepared? Uh, the thing that most prepared me for interviews was doing a lot of leak code type problems. Um, I had a friend named Andrew who would do the problems with me. We'd get a whiteboard and we would just take turns doing mock interviews with each other. And then on my lunch breaks this summer, on my previous internship, I would eat lunch and try to do one leak code problem a day during lunch. Mm -hmm. And just doing those problems got me ready to do problems in real interviews. And I found that the problems that I got in real interviews were very close to problems I had already seen before. So I kind of knew what to recognize and how to figure out how to solve those problems. And eventually I got faster and faster and able to do harder problems by, just by practicing. So that was my biggest takeaway from getting an internship with a couple of tech companies. Yeah, you got me into Leak Code. I, remember, I think it was earlier this year when I was getting ready to apply to Amazon I think it was like while we were chilling at when it was me, you, Brian, and Zach, we were reading up at the Eagle and you were telling, it might've been then, maybe it was back when we were taking math with Andreas and you were just hyping up leak code and you were the one that got me to look into it. And 
I went through the challenges. Uh, I started off doing, I sorted them in order of difficulty and I just attacked a bunch of the easy ones, but I kind of feel like I was hurting myself by not bearing it up with the medium and hard ones. Did you do the same of starting with easy or was your progression different? So I never even touched the hard problems and honestly, very few companies will actually expect you to do a hard level problem in an interview with no help completely on your own. So I just didn't even touch the hard ones and I was doing mostly mediums by, I started really hitting it hard last May and for a week or two I was doing the easies and eventually I just, the easy problems are honestly the biggest problem is just knowing the language you're using. So if you're able to declare a queue or a linked list in Java, then you should be able to do the easies pretty, pretty well. And then the mediums are where I did most of my practice. And those typically involve a trickier data structure. So maybe like your priority queue or something like that, or like maybe a hash map of something more intricate than just integers or the mediums sometimes require you to know some sort of algorithm or programming paradigm. So like they'll want you to know depth first search to solve this problem or you'll need to know dynamic programming. So typically the mediums are where I focus most of my attention because the companies I was targeting usually ask a lead code medium. And I haven't feel, I haven't felt like Amazon's really had any language preference at, I don't know if you've seen it differently, but it's felt to me like they really haven't cared what language people code in as long as they know some language well enough to be able to meet the algorithms that they've given in challenges. I think the challenge, the, at least the first two, like the online ones, I think you have to do them in Java or C++. Oh, really? I, I okay. Think, I, I didn't think remember that. Because they were talking about making them, because there was a survey at the end that asked me what languages I would like to see it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the team placement? No, it was the initial interview. Oh, at the end of that. Yeah, and you you put Python? Yeah, because I know a lot of people interview in Python, and I'm actually considering switching to it, but because I I do Java for my interviews. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And I I was saying earlier, I feel like the only reason I've done Java entirely is because that's what the Ohio State University teaches. That's like my bread and butter because that was what I was raised on. Like if I had started with Python, like. Hello. Welcome back, Skylar. Sorry that we're having so many technical difficulties here. Next question I had. Now you're playing through a different speaker. So that's fun. (laughs) I'm going to need to message Anchor after this. It's actually convenient timing. Before I knew I was going to Amazon, I messaged, I emailed the people at Anchor and I said, hey, I really love the idea of this platform. I would love to work for you guys this summer as an internship. I don't even need to get paid. I'd just love to work for you guys out in New York. And they were like, yeah, email us in a couple months because it's like December. And now I've got like the internship with Amazon. So screw it. But kind of wish I was there so that I, this platform might get a little bit better. I'm really surprised. I've never seen this many problems with it. Um, but yeah, back to that. So did you, did you hear anything about what I was saying about the recruiter? No, we were talking about I think you were talking about the we were talking about languages and then it just hung up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about getting prepared for the uh, for the interview, and then I was going to transition over to recruiters. So with uh, with the application for me, how I first like actually 
got my application into Amazon was I remember at the career fair, I saw a massive line at Amazon's booth. And I also saw this little link that you could go to on your phone and check in and submit your resume and kind of all the important stuff. So I just did that and stayed at the career fair for all of 10 minutes and left. And I, but I heard some other people just went onto their university website and applied through there. And I, what was, how did you first get your foot in the door with Amazon to, to get the pro, the ball rolling? Uh, I applied through a referral actually. Oh, okay. And that, that's always nice to, that was how I got my first internship at GE was having a referral and that especially at big companies, it helps to separate your name from the pile and get yourself noticed to get the interview. And once you're at the interview, it's all you, right? Yeah, I had the, I had a referral and then I got invited to an on-campus interview and that's how my process went. Oh, dang. Okay. I never had that on-campus interview. Was That was just a select group of people? It's, uh, it's essentially, so you know how they sent you the first challenge and then the second challenge? It's called like mm-hmm. OA, OA1 and OA2. Yeah. It was essentially you take, you bring your laptop and you take both of those at one, uh, back-to-back in a proctored environment. No way. But I didn't get to do it because my laptop wouldn't run the, uh, their like testing software. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't take it there and I had to have them resend me the assessments. And so I could take it on my desktop because for some now, reason my laptop was fine with it. But I know one other person that did get an offer that way. And there's about 30 of us in the room. Wow. So now you, was that because you use Linux or some other reasons? I tried it in Windows. I tried it in Ubuntu. I tried it in different browsers, and my laptop just didn't do it. And it worked A-OK on my desktop using the exact same operating systems in my browser. That's so weird. I've had a ton of trouble using some of this, like Chime, which was what I guess they, their replacement to Skype is. They don't have a Linux version of that that's out yet externally. So doing interviews, I've had to resort to using Google Hangouts and other software. And then I've had trouble with their WebEx client because I've tried to use the, the web version, but the web version doesn't let you message. Uh, just I've had a couple issues like based around the fact that I use Linux as my operating system, which I was surprised about. So I would have thought it as having Linux that it, for the most part, it has in development removed all of the barriers that I've had in developing apps. But for stuff like accessing and connecting to Wi-Fi and little minute things with different softwares, I feel like sometimes I get itch. I've shot myself in the foot. That's why I dual boot. And you're smart. I, I was always wondering, like, why once you get rid of Windows or Mac, why would you ever go back? And you're absolutely right, because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need it. Yeah, uh, Windows doesn't screw around and everything works for Windows. So unless I'm doing, I have my Ubuntu side and that's just development. I don't do anything else with it now. Really? So it's exclusive for development for you, huh? Yeah. Well, a Windows update wiped my Ubuntu partition. So I had to start over a few weeks ago. So I just use Ubuntu only for development. So that way, if it gets like cooked again, I won't be, I won't lose a bunch of stuff like I did. Mm -hmm. I forgot to start off with this, but. Um, a little bit on your background. Last summer, you were working at Smuckers. Before that, what? how have you kind of like gotten your coding skills up to par to now be a software development engineering intern at Amazon? Hello? 
Welcome back for the third time, Skylar Reimer. <laughs> Were you able to hear the question? Yeah, so you asked me what my experience was before Smuckers. Exactly. Uh, so I did, I did maybe two and a half, almost three months working with a research group that didn't really pan out. Um, so we were doing some computer vision type stuff. We were looking at images of cancer tissue and trying to determine what kind of cancer it was. And so I was helping them convert MATLAB code to C++. So I did that for about two and a half to three months before I figured out it wasn't really a good fit for me. And then prior to that was just schoolwork. And then I had a few little side projects. And that was, was the research through the university? Yeah, I was with uh, the James Cancer Research Institute, the big one OSU keeps advertising. Yeah, 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 the one that's always advertised around campus. You went from research, continued to do school stuff, and then Smuckers. Smuckers, did you... Do you think you gained more knowledge at Smuckers or through the research or were they just different experiences for you? Um, that's a tough question. So I learned some neat, I learned OpenCV, which is like a image processing uh, API package for C++. I learned that a little bit with the research group. So that was pretty useful, but Smuckers, I did a lot of database programming, and I had really not touched any databases before, so I got really strong at SQL, and then Smuckers uses Oracle's databases, and so Oracle has its own proprietary language called PLSQL, and I learned that, too, hmm. and so it's like a procedural language for uh, basically messing with the database, so you can do like loops and declare variables and stuff. But it also has like built-in SQL queries. So it's the most optimized language for interfacing with an Oracle database. So I did a lot with that. But honestly, Smuckers isn't a uh, very fast-paced company when it comes to software. And it's definitely not their focus. So... It wasn't, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to learn much more at Amazon because they're a more fast-paced, software-focused company. But I think Smuckers is probably my biggest learning experience just because I picked up all the database concepts. And mm -hmm. I think knowing how to interface with the database and kind of knowing how they're designed and laid out is a good thing to know for any software engineer. Agreed. Agreed. And that brings me to the last point. Amazon is going to be the biggest tech company that either of us are working at, and we're both expecting to learn a shit ton going into this. Is there anything that you're like super excited for, whether it's the location or your team? Anything that's really exciting you about getting to work for Amazon this summer or anything that you're looking forward to in particular? Well, going back to the Smuckers, is they're not a very fast-paced environment, especially with uh, their software. So they're not trying to like build the next AI advancement or come out with the neatest app or whatever. They're just trying to sell Jelly better. And so their software group supports the people trying to make the Jelly sales or the peanut butter sales or whatever they're selling. 
So the software people aren't really pushed super hard to meet deadlines and do their best compared to a company that like Amazon, where Amazon is very software focused and they live and die by their software engineers work. So I think Amazon is going to elevate me to a higher level than I am now with the environment that they have. And so that's what I'm most looking forward to is just getting better in general at my craft. And I think Amazon is the next logical step for me. Absolutely. Yeah, Skylar, you're one of the smartest dudes I know, and you've been working out this plan and are now finally getting this opportunity to go and work at one of the top tech companies in the world. Super excited to get to work with you this summer. And thanks for joining me on the show. I, I hope we're going to get to talk again soon. Yeah, I'd be, glad, I'd be glad to come back on here and talk to you about whatever you want to talk about, Pat. Thank you, my man. Have a good one. Yeah, you too.